Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordo's Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBroasters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Will you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple mask on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and I say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of edible meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
are immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021, and this is episode 89 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay, and welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Uh, and frankly... <laughs> We've got a lot to laugh about this week. Um, I mean, let's just start with the serious stuff because, I mean, is it just me? Or, I mean, are the end times upon us? I mean, I was just watching some videos of total chaos in South Africa. Like, I was, like, it looks like, it looks like World War Z. It looks like, it looks like the walking dead over there. There's, there's, I just saw a video of like eight dudes with shotguns shooting at like hordes of, human zombies like there's there's rioters there's chaos there's there, there it, it's it's a it's a insane war zone over there um and then of course we got it's happening in cuba the the revolution is uh it's finally canceled the people are rising up over there uh but of course here in america i mean hope you i hope you're stockpiled on legos because they're coming to vax your ass strike force is going to be I, I know they say they're going to knock on your door. They're probably going to kick your door in. Yeah, you know, probably before the show's even even over. Like I, I don't know if I don't know if Legos makes a makes a gun. Maybe Nerf guns. Maybe. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm I'm laughing at this insanity. I don't know if you saw this. I, I probably shouldn't, you know, put this in the in the official stack of stupidity. But one of the Capitol rioters, you know those those evil. You know, psychotic um, maniacs that that orderly walk through the the Capitol building, taking selfies, um, and and for some reason have to sit in in prisons for going on a goddamn year at this point, waiting trial for for trespassing. But but they just uh, released a story. They were proud of this. I think it was the FBI. Uh, they're like, oh, we got one. We got one of those extremists. Uh, we confiscated the Lego set. That he has. Um, oh, it's a it's a model of the United States Capitol building. Clearly, he was using this to plan his crime. <laughs> I mean, can you picture this? I've seen some great memes and stuff about this online. Somebody's like, "Oh man, good thing it's not the uh, the Hogwarts castle that he that he had." I mean, Harry Potter would be in trouble. I mean, could, could you imagine if he had the Death Star? I, I bet Lego makes a Death Star. I mean, that's that's ultimate. That, I mean, that's. That's terrifying. I mean, the Death Star is almost as bad as an AR-15. <laughs> I mean, what do they think this guy's gonna do? You know, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's exactly a scale model. It doesn't show you on the uh, on the on the Lego set where uh, where Nancy Pelosi keeps her fucking wine bottles. What am I saying? She drinks vodka. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of alluded to this. But the um, Biden administration—they're planning to come door to door with a vaccine outreach. Really looking forward to that. Just, just really, just, I just, I'm just, I just can't wait until they knock on the door. Uh, I mean, at this point, you don't need an outreach. Everybody knows about your stupid fucking vaccine. 
vaccine. I forgot to put that in quotes. Um, <laughs> like, like if you want it, you got it. If you don't want it, maybe you got it anyway because you wanted to keep your job. Or maybe you just really had a hankering for a donut or, I don't know, blood clots. Um, <laughs> like what? I, I think at this point they're going on like 10,000 people dead from these vaccines for the 99.99% survival rate, whatever it is. I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but I think I'll take my chances with the flu. I think I'm, I think I'm going to be good. Um, I mean, how long until until they just kick your door in, though, and, and jam one of those fucking needles in your arm? But as, especially if they, you know, maybe maybe they've uh, seen you speaking in an insurrectionist manner on YouTube. At that point, they've just got to you know put you down, put you down for the the, the health and safety of the nation. Now, meanwhile, though, I mean, we've got tens of thousands of Cubans marching in the streets of Havana. I mean, they're chanting for freedom, and, and they're not just—it's not—it's not like a, a Black Lives Matter fucking protest where they're just going out there trying to get a new TV. I don't think they have any new TVs there. You know, if you if you go looting in Havana, you're gonna get like—I don't think you can carry a television that was built in 1957. They were really fucking big, <laughs> but no, no, they're they're risking life and limb because they want fucking liberty. I mean, you don't have the right to protest out there. So, I mean, if if you get arrested, you know, fighting against the communist government there, I mean, they, they might treat you as bad as our government treats a capital rioter. Rioter. <laughs> the, the craziest thing about this is, I mean, I guess at this point you shouldn't be surprised, but the mainstream media, like the New York Times, they... They're trying to spin this in favor of the communist dictatorship that's been, you know, that's had its boot on these people's fucking necks for, for what, 70 years? Like the New York Times, they're, they're, they're out there saying, oh, this is a dangerous anti-government mob. And, and, and they're protesting the way they spun it. it it's, a, it's an anti-government mob. It's insurrectionists. They're bad. Biden has basically said the same thing. How dare they? How dare they rise up against fucking communist dictatorship? Um, but in the same breath, they're telling us that the people in Cuba are protesting because they're angry that their government hasn't given them enough vaccines. <laughs> they want us to believe that these are people, they're scared of the coronavirus. They're so mad at COVID-19, that they will overthrow a communist dictatorship. <laughs> They'll get shot in the streets like a, like a dog, um, you know, fighting, fighting to get their hands on some AstraZeneca. <laughs> and, and, and at the same time, you see the, you see the videos. You know, I was talking about the videos in South Africa being crazy. I mean, the videos in Cuba are beautiful. They're amazing. There's, there's thousands and thousands of people packed into these, you know, these decaying, horrible streets that the fucking Castros and whoever this asshole they have now is, I can't even remember his name, uh, have let crumble with, with their horrible, horrible government. And they're just, they've had enough. They know that, I mean, America's fallen. There's, there's no place to, to, to flee to anymore. Um, so, so they're packed in the streets, arm to arm, like sardines fighting this government. And then, and then the news wants us to believe, oh, those are people that are really scared of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, they go, <laughs> they go crowd into the streets. Jesus. 
You know, hopefully Lego sells a, a sells a, a set of the Palace of the Revolution. The Revolution. <laughs> anyway, um, as you can see, I'm riding solo today. Anissa will be back next week. Um, she doesn't have the coronavirus. Don't worry. Don't. <coughs> is that is that joke still funny? I don't think so. Anyway, she'll be back. Um, but I've got a lot of great stories for you. I got about 15, 16 ridiculous stories in the stack. Might be a little bit of a shorter show, but we'll try to keep it fun. We'll try to keep it uh, keep it tight. One thing we're not going to do is I'm not going to take any phone calls. Just because not not because I'm I'm flying solo. I'm more than happy to take the calls. And if you want, you can call 813-906-9099. Uh that's our hotline of course. But I mean, I just every single week it's just a bunch of lunatics and, and maniacs, crazy people. I I don't want to talk to somebody as he's committing a felony. I don't want to talk to somebody that just calls up so they can make threats against political figures and probably put me uh, on yet another list. Um, I, I don't want to, to, to talk. To, I mean, do you hear the people that call us every week? I mean, we've been doing this show for what 89 episodes. I mean, we've talked to hundreds of these lunatics. Is there anybody normal in the audience? Is there anybody that has something to contribute, maybe a value? If, if you are... Call in, leave a voicemail, try to keep it relevant, try to keep it on a, a topic. And you know what? If it meets certain criteria, if I don't think I'm going to talk to yet another uh, lunatic asylum escapee, maybe I'll bring you on the air. So 813-906-9099. Or if you don't feel like jumping through those hoops, just email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media. Of course, we're on MeWe. We're on Gab. I love Gab. Um, technically, we're on Facebook. I don't know how we're still on Facebook yet. I mean, I try to I try to produce dangerous content. What, are, what is that thing? The extremist content? Have you seen this? Uh, I guess Zuckerberg cooked this up when he was over there planning on... Um, how how he can take over Idaho, <laughs> and the latest thing is you sign on Facebook and they just like give you a, a a warning message. It's like you may have been exposed to dangerous content from a right wing extremist. Press press this button to report them to the FBI. We'll kick their door open. We'll stick a vaccine up their ass. <laughs> you know, I actually I created a Twitter again. We've been kicked off Twitter for a long time now. I I don't particularly like Twitter, but I figured you know what. Trump suing them right now. Class action suit, perhaps. Maybe if I get us banned again, then we can get an even bigger cut of the pie. Um, if some court takes his case, which I doubt. <laughs> so I think Twitter is a war on morons podcast, something like that. I've, I've, I've made like five tweets. I don't think I'm going to make too many more. So maybe don't follow us on Twitter. I don't care. Anyway, the craziest headline of the week that we just couldn't find room in the stack for is man who set fire to house by cooking steak in toaster upset at insurance payout. I don't even know where to start with this. So some guy in, I want to say this is somewhere down under like New Zealand or Australia or something. Um, believe it or not, it wasn't in Florida. Um, so this idiot thinks that you can cook a steak in a toaster. Like how, how lazy how lazy do you have to be to do this? So he, 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 he took his, you know, his ribeye. Let's just say it's a ribeye. He jammed it into his toaster. And then he left the house to go to the bar. Um, 
I mean, I don't know how long he thinks this thing's going to take to cook, uh, but he, he, he went down to the pub. Yeah, it was in New Zealand. Uh, he, he thought it'd be a great idea to, to go down, maybe get a pint. Uh, and then when he comes back, you know, he'll have his delicious steak popping out of the toaster. But of course, instead, it burnt his fucking head, uh, house to the ground. And he doesn't understand why he's not getting more money for this. I, I don't understand how he's getting any money for this. I mean, you do something this stupid, they shouldn't pay you. Um, but um, the insurance company paid him the equivalent of $418,000 for the damage. This is the maximum under his policy. So it's not even it's, it's not even that his house is worth more. That's the maximum of his policy. Anyway, that guy's a moron. Um who the fuck would cook a steak in a toaster? Anyway, let's just let's just move on into the official stack. The stack of stupidity. Oh. Lest I forget. Let's say I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I forgot to plug our merch. So go to our bonfire.com uh, slash WOM podcast. We've got a lot of great t-shirts on there. I'm wearing one right now. As you can tell, it says Hang Fauci. And there's a little stick man, hangman guy. It says War on Morons there. Nice pink and yellow because for some reason, you know, we like them. We like those colors. They pop. Black, pink, and yellow. Hang Fauci. Wear that to the next Capitol riot. Maybe. I, in fact, I guarantee if you do, you'll get to be on CNN. They'll, they'll put you right next to the guy with the Confederate flag. The only guy that I've ever seen with the Confederate flag at a Trump rally. Not that there's anything against that, honestly, but kind of doesn't have anything to do with it. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. So, <clears throat> spoiled anti-American brats throughout the sports world are gearing up to fly over to Tokyo in a couple weeks and, well, for some reason, represent the country that they hate. Um, I don't think anybody's really following the Olympics now that they've completely ruined them. But um, there is some good news. I mean, the Olympic Committee's banned political statements no BLM merchandise allowed. Um, so, I mean, if you aspire to be the next Kaepernick or um, maybe if you're that, that tranny on the cycling team that wants to burn the flag on the, uh, on the metal podium, well, you might be out of luck. So you got to get your licks in early if you're trying to take down Uncle Sam. In steps the U.S. women's national soccer team. Uh, so these girls... What can you say about these girls? So they decided when doing their final tune-up match before the Olympics, the day after Independence Day, um, uh, last Monday, uh, they were playing a, a friendly match against Mexico. And a 98-year-old World War II veteran was brought out to play the national anthem on a harmonica. And, I mean, I wish I could pull up a video. This guy, obviously, he's a hero. You know, he, he fought in World War II against the sort of thing that these uh you know these broads on the on the women's national team say that they they fight against. I mean he actually was fighting against imperialists and fascists and, and what have you. He actually was trying to do something to I don't maybe maybe punch a Nazi, I, I, I think is what they say. Um and now he's an he's an old man. He loves his country. He's even wearing one of their fucking hideous jerseys. I don't know who designed these jerseys. Maybe Hunter Biden's, like, they gave him a straw and some paint and a blank t-shirt. And you've got the, the U.S. women's soccer jersey. Like, oh, it, I, I feel like if I watched one of their games, I'd get a fucking seizure. 
<laughs> but anyway, this guy comes out to play the national anthem on his harmonica. And these girls turn their backs on the flag. <laughs> because, I mean, how dare you? How dare you, sir? How, how dare you play that racist, hateful, bigoted, rapist national anthem? How dare you raise that flag while I'm representing the United States of America? <laughs> You, you old, you old Nazi you. He arrived there via wheelchair, of course, because he is a 98-year-old man. And the the musician, uh, who goes by the name Harmonica Pete now, he stepped up to the microphone. He got out of his, he got out of his wheelchair. He put that harmonica up to his lips and they said, fuck you. Fuck you, veteran. Rapist. Um, so yeah, like, uh, se- not, not the whole team, but several of the players just basically, they turned their backs on it. Now, the best thing is, they tried to walk this back when everybody, literally everybody, was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's a 98 year old World War II veteran. Like, I mean, if you're gonna be disrespectful, there's another time to do it. <laughs> And, and, like, everyone's like, boy, it's so weird. When the Mexican anthem was playing, all their players put their hands on their hearts and they sang along. <laughs> Team USA, uh, when, when they heard the Star Spangled Banner, um, it, it looked like they were going to break down in tears of shame. Um, so they've come out and they've tried to put some spin on this and, and, and explain them themselves. So they're lying. Um, and they're saying, oh, no, no, we weren't turning our backs on the flag. We, we weren't disrespecting the veteran. We weren't disrespecting um, the, 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 you know, the Stars and Stripes. Uh, what we were doing is we were looking at another flag. It was just in the far corner of the stadium. Um, and we had to turn our backs on everybody else in order to see it. And, you know, we didn't put our hands on our heart or sing the song or anything, but we, we, we wanted to see the, the other flag that was waving. I, I don't understand the problem here. Ah, <laughs> uh, these girls. Anyway, I, well, actually, before I move on, I think this is a good time to go back to Cuba. I, if you've seen some of these scenes of the Cubans that are, you know, fighting an actual oppressive regime, they're waving the American flag. <laughs> Just like you see in Iran when, when, when they, when they fight for freedom. Just like you see Pretty much anywhere in the world. You, see, you see, saw it in Hong Kong a couple of years ago when they were fighting against the uh, the CCP over there. Our flag's a symbol of freedom, but, you know, it makes Megan Rapinoe sad. Doesn't, doesn't have enough rainbows on it. I mean, she's like, look, I just, we, can, we can only... Uh, we'll, we'll get to the tranny talk later. We'll get to the tranny talk later. Right now we're talking about America. So speaking of liars who hate America... Um, Sleepy Joe Biden, oh moron Joe, um, he's claiming that he's a baseball star now. Um, so hopefully this one gets in, into the repertoire. Uh, ho- hopefully he starts using this ridiculous story like he uses that train story <laughs> or any of the other, or, or the corn pop story. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So um, around the 4th of July, he decided to tell everybody that he was playing I, oh, I guess this is when the when the Dodgers, because they won the World Series, um, the, the Dodgers came over um, to the White House to uh, to do a photo op with with Moron Joe and with Kamala, and you know they get the they get the jerseys and it says like forty six Biden on the back and everything. Well, 
he couldn't just say, wow, you know, great job, guys. Way to win that World Series. You know, hell of a, hell of a, hell of a job competing out there. No, no. He had to one-up them. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I played baseball myself. You know, back in 1974, you know, we had a congressional baseball game. You know, we were there in uh, RFK Stadium there in D.C., you know, where the uh, Washington Senators play. You know, the the, 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 the major league team. Not not me. And, and I, I hit a dinger off the right center field wall. You know, it bounced off the wall. I think it went 368 feet. I don't know exactly how, but it, it just, I, I knocked it out of the park. And they're just politely, you know, they're like, all right, good. great, great, Grandpa. That, that's wonderful. Um, <laughs> now, here's the funny part. Of course, he didn't actually fucking do this. He didn't, he, he, he never... He never even played in in this game at RFK Stadium. Uh, he he made it up. Um, the and, and he did he he did play in one congressional baseball game in his illustrious career of gimmick once a year events. One time in his fifty years of politics, I guess they they let this fucking moron in into the game. It wasn't at RFK Stadium. I don't know where it was. He didn't hit a home run though because he went. Oh, for two. So you didn't even get a hit. <sighs> Joe, you, you gotta know, baseball fans love stats. They're gonna keep track of this shit. <laughs> so yeah, I guess he, um, he did this in, um, in Baltimore where he went oh, for two. Like, uh, yeah, you, you're the president of the United States, buddy. I mean, not legitimately, we know that, but still, technically, for now, you're the president of the United States. That trumps being a dude that hit a home run. I mean, at least it should. At least it should. Oh, and by the way, for the uh, for the baseball fans out there, I can't confirm that Trevor Bauer was there and that Biden gave him some sex and tips, but that's probably why he's wanted for rape right now. Anyway, moving right along, let's get to some items about the 4th of July, uh, because I mean, it's just, it's prime. It's prime material for moron stories. So, <clears throat> first up, we've got a woman who was arrested. <laughs> this is a good story. She was arrested after crashing a 4th of July parade on her tractor and then evading the police. Still on her tractor, of course. This is in Texas. I know it sounds like a Florida story. Um, it was in Rockwall, Texas. There's a 61-year-old woman. And she was just out casually driving her tractor. It looks like she was she's probably on some really good meth based on this mugshot. And she saw some people having a Fourth of July parade. She said, "Wango, let's do this thing. Let me. I'm joining in. I got a nice big slow moving vehicle. I mean, who wouldn't want to see my face?" Um, so she just like tried to like bogart her way into the, <laughs> into the parade, and they wanted nothing to do with this. Uh, they're not going to let a crazy crackhead jump into their parade and throw out little bags of fentanyl at people. Um, so they called the police. The police got there pretty quickly because they probably were already there. And it's a parade, so the, the traffic's not moving at all. And then she gets into a slow-speed police chase as they try to chase her down on her tractor. Um, honestly, I like this story. I mean, if this doesn't represent freedom, I don't know what does. You know, Cubans, someday soon, this could be you. This could be you. So, 
you know, get your 1957 Chevys, baby, and, and get ready to crash some parades. Well, high on various substances that you probably don't have access to right now. <sighs> I, I don't know why they, they, they risk swimming across shark-infested waters to come to a country like this, but hey, you know, to, to go to Florida, for fuck's sake. But speaking of Florida, let's head to Golden Gates Estates. Now, we're going to see how Florida man celebrated our independence. Oh, and we'll see that on a ring doorbell camera. Uh, so yeah, some guy in Florida, he decided that his 4th of July would be spent putting bunch of fireworks on strangers' doorsteps and lighting them. I talk about Ding Dong Ditch. I mean, can, you, can you imagine if you open the door and a bunch of fireworks are popping off on you? Um, strangely enough, this article says that this is legal. Um, okay. Uh, well, Florida also has a stand-your-ground law. Seems like a stupid way to die. It is a funny video, though. R really, really great prank. Yeah. A regular Ashton Kutcher there. Um, anyway, in our last 4th of July headline for the night, speaking of people dying, uh, we've got a hockey player uh, who will never get a chance, unfortunately, to hoist the Stanley Cup. But the good news is he just might win a Darwin Award. So uh, it's a it's a goal goaltender. And uh, for all my sports fans out there, you know this. Hockey goalies are fucking crazy people, so you shouldn't be too surprised. Um, 24-year-old, his name's Matisse Kivlenkis. Maybe I said that right, I don't know. Um, so he was in uh, Novi, Michigan. He's from Latvia, but you know he's a, he's in the Blue Jackets uh, minor league system. He, he played a couple games in the NHL uh, last season. And for some reason, he was hanging out with a... Uh, a former goalie from uh, from the Red Wings, so he's, that's why he's a Novi, and they're just doing what uh, what athletes do. Uh, I'm guessing they're getting pretty fucking drunk. I mean, I'm guess I know they're getting fucking drunk. A Canadian and a Latvian, <laughs> yeah, hockey player, yeah, they're they're getting drunk and they're playing with fireworks. Um, and now they're dead. Now they're dead. Well, this guy's dead because um, because he was in a bathtub. A hot tub playing with fireworks, and I guess uh, they got a little too lit. Fireworks started going off like crazy. He gets out of the tub. He starts trying to run. He slips. He falls. Firework hits him in the chest. Blows him. I mean, blows him out. So, um, a tragic accident. He's never going to get to play. Uh, he's playing in that big rink in the sky now. But uh, I mean, just goes to show you. Don't play with fireworks in a hot tub unless you're unless you're one of the Hardy boys. You know, Matt and Jeff Hardy, you can do this. Yeah, and, and it would probably be really entertaining. Some some Latvian hockey goalie in the America the AHL. No, probably not a good idea. Um, so yeah, rest in, in peace. Rest in pieces. I think I think the fireworks blew him in the blew him in the pieces. Um, but you know what? At least he 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 got to die. As an American. <laughs> Doing what Americans do. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to take any calls. I see I had one come in. Uh, looks like it was a uh, Las Vegas area code 702. Not going to take it. Not going to take it. But I will play the voicemail they just left me. So, just give me a second here and I'll pull that up. It's me. It's me. It's Vinny 
you know me, of course, from the uh, Vegas Victories uh, radio show, the podcast. Uh, you know, we talk about sports, we talk about gambling. You know, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, an odds maker out here in Vegas for three going on four decades, and I just had to weigh in when I heard you talking. <laughs> uh, you, you were talking about this, uh, this, this hockey player that blew himself up with the firework. Look, look, Jay, what you don't understand, because I mean, uh, I'm looking at you. I know you don't play sports. What you don't understand is that if you're a professional athlete. You need to seek bigger thrills in life uh, than some regular schmo. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean you, you think uh, you think Michael Jordan's gonna go shoot some hoops at the Y? Yeah, what to blow up some steam? I mean, come on, Jack. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen MJ put five million dollars on one hand of blackjack. Yeah, that's that, the casino out here. And guess what? He had a king and he had a nine. I mean, just think about that one. Think about that. One. I mean, you, you think these guys are going to go? Uh, you think LeBron James is going to go play chess in the park? He couldn't even spell chess. You know, an athlete needs real, real thrills. Um, uh, Pat Tillman. You, you remember Pat Tillman? I mean, yeah. he said, "Hey, I'm bored out of my mind playing pro football. I need you to drop me into the hottest war zone you can find." <laughs> I mean, he got, Pat Tillman got shot by friendly fire. He He's such an adrenaline junkie, he couldn't even wait for the Taliban. He just started, you know, he started trading shots with, uh, with the other Rangers. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's see, uh, who, who else we got? We got Magic Johnson. I mean, do you know how many groupies you got to bang to catch HIV when you're a straight man? I mean, He's, he's probably fucked more broads than Will Chamberlain. <laughs> oh, and of course, my main man. Michael Vick, I mean, dog fighting. That, to, to get down there and to fight a pit bull as a man, I mean, that's, what are you, what are you saying, Ray Ray? No, come on, man, he needs, he, the pit bull fight each other. He don't fight a pit bull. Oh, I'll, I'll be dead. So you just, you like the, uh, what, like a bum fight? No, man, it's a, it's a dog fight. The dog fights the dog. Well, yeah, I mean, you get you, you get the point. Uh, so, you know, stick with what you know. <laughs> uh, Vinny V out. I'm I'm just so glad that I decided to uh, to not pick up the phone there. You know, just because I'm playing the voicemails doesn't mean you can just rag on me and take pot shots on me because I because 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 I'm not there to defend myself. Just sit there and listen to to Vinny call me fat. Call me fat. Vinny, I, I've seen you. You're not a, you're not so svelte either, buddy. Asshole. Um, and th- what's this talking about? Pat Tillman? <laughs> like that's honestly. I, let's just say that uh, that I disavow Vinny. Not the first time I've disavowed Vinny. He does not speak for me. He does not represent the. What do they say? He, he does not represent the views of the War on Morons or of. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, speaking of speaking of fat. Um, this is a funny story. So Pinterest has banned weight loss ads. You're not allowed to buy advertising uh, at Pinterest if it's a weight loss ad. So so fuck you, Weight Watchers. Fuck you, Jenny Craig, Nutrisystem. Who else? Who else is out there? It doesn't matter. Um, they are not going to let people go out there and body shame. Through the power of commercials on there. I mean, I don't even know what Pinterest is. Is this another one of these social media sites? Is this a, yet another? I bet this is another one of those free speech sites. 
It'll be like fucking Ben Shapiro or something. <laughs> free speech site. Hey, yeah, free speech site. Um, you just you, you can't even say the word Jew. If you think the word Jew, we have AI that that immediately uh, fires off a neuron to kill you in your brain. Oh no, I guess this is um Pinterest. It's like a it's it's kind of like Instagram or something. It's been around for a while. Um, and what they're <laughs> what they're saying is. No size fits all. So we want you to embrace body acceptance. And then they have a picture of a couple of these fat hogs. Like, what's, how did this become a thing? Like, I mean, as, as Vinny V rightfully said, I'm no underwear model here, but like, who is telling these like 300 pound women, hey, you know what? Go out there in a sports bra and, you know, show the world all of your jelly rolls. You need to be a model. You need to be a Victoria's Secret model. You, you need to be gracing the, the halls at Target. Like, no, you, you don't. I don't. I know this. Develop something else. It's, you know, everybody's got something. You know, I mean, there's, there's no perfect person out there. Um, but, but these, these people that look like a beluga whale, they don't need to be a model. You know, maybe work on your fucking brain or something. You know, write, write a fucking book. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the the woke mafia loves it. Um, they love that they can't sell these ads. I mean, if, if you've got so many fat people using your social media site that you feel the need to ban weight loss ads, that means that you probably have a pretty healthy market for <laughs> weight loss ads. Uh, but they're not only doing that, they're also banning... I guess in people's posts, um, they can't have any, um, you can't talk about weight loss. So I guess you can't post a picture like a, it, no, no before and after pictures, unless the before picture is a skinny one. Um, no language or imagery that idealizes or denigrates certain body types. You can't reference body mass index or similar indexes. I, I didn't, I didn't know there were, <laughs> there was like a, an index of indexes. Um, uh, you, you can't do anything with, uh, with skincare either, which I don't see what that, I don't know. Enough of this bullshit. Enough of this bullshit. I, I do not care. Um, but we do have another health related item. I suppose you could call this a health related item. So a study out of Milan, Italy has bad news for liberals. I'll just give you the headline. So a study says that men with low testosterone are more likely to die of COVID-19. I mean, they needed to do a clinical study to tell. Of course, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be a real fucking, you know, a real low T pussy to believe in COVID nineteen. I mean, these are the people that you see wearing a hazmat suit so they so they can go to Starbucks in the drive through because they're scared that the fucking cold virus is gonna get them. Um, these people, it, it's it's not the COVID that's gonna kill them. It, it, it's their crippling sense of terror every time they leave the house. People like that, I mean, they, they don't have what it takes. I mean, could you imagine uh, back in, like, the caveman days, being, like, one of these pink-haired liberals, like, being a male feminist? Would not have lasted very long. Um, but, yeah, let me see. So, according to this study, so men with symptomatic COVID-19, oh, 
I like how they have to like, oh, when when they actually have it, not just when we say that they have it, because they had a cold in the nineties. <laughs> so if they, if they were found to have low testosterone following admittance to the hospital, they're more likely to become severely ill and die from the disease. So I mean, I guess I guess it's a good thing that California and like New York City are locked down. <laughs> that Oregon is locked down because they, you know you don't have a lot of testosterone out there. Um, that, that's probably why everywhere that's not like that, we're safe. Um, I don't know. Put your masks on. Get your shot. Probably don't get your shots. Don't get your shots if you want to survive. Anyway, speaking of men with low T, you've probably seen this one by now, but if you haven't, buckle up. <laughs> so there's something called the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. Um, it's like a hundred, uh, hundred pederasts, a hundred homosexual pederasts that like to get together and, and sing. Um, I'm not even kidding. So gay men's choirs. Apparently that's a thing now. Um, I mean, the world was a better place when they had shame instead of pride. You know, I, I know there's always been gays, but like when, when they spent their time going to fucking bathhouses at two in the morning, and doing God knows what to each other. You know what? It was fine. They were over in West Hollywood or something. Everybody else was sleeping in a big bed with their wife, not knowing what these degenerates were getting up to. Um, and, and guess what? I think both sides were happier. I mean, you know, gay, it, it's a, it's a synonym for happy, right? You know, when they're going to the uh, adult theater to, to jerk off a dude on, on that side of town, that's better. You don't have to have pride. Have shame. Have shame and enjoy yourself in private. Leave us alone. Everybody will get along great. We, we literally don't care. You were doing it anyway. You were doing it anyway. And we know because there was an AIDS crisis. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I kind of got off on a tangent there. So the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir came out with a hot new track. They were very proud to put it on YouTube. Um, and it starts out with some um, demonic-eyed uh, freak. Um, and he's like, he's like, everybody, this is a message from the gay community. You people think that we're grooming and, and coming for your children? Well, I've got just one message for you. You're right. You're correct. And then they built, they burst out in a, you know, in a, in a Broadway-esque song. And the chorus of the song literally goes, we'll convert your children. We'll make them gay. I don't think it says the words will make them gay, but the whole song is just, you know, we're coming for your children. We're going to take over their minds. We're going to bring them into our weird satanic butt-fucking sex cult. I don't know if they said those words per se, specifically, but over and over and over, they say, we're coming for your children. We're going to convert your children. The gay agenda is coming home. We're going to convert all their sisters and brothers. I mean, by convert, you, you do realize they're talking about raping little kids. They made, they made a, a Broadway anthem about raping little boys, and they thought this would go over well. Uh, let's just say it didn't. Um, it, it didn't, it, it, it got, it got ratioed harder than 
than Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris doing a joint address. <laughs> it got so it got shouted down so bad on YouTube that they pulled it off of YouTube and they're like threatening to sue anybody that posted anywhere else. Yeah, you can find it. It's all over the place. I play it right now, but I I don't want to hear it again. It's disturbing. I mean, you should see the the main singer. He's got like his eyes. They look like this. Like for the for the video viewers, you can see it. He's just grinning, and he look looks like this, and he's just saying he's gonna rape your son, and he's probably gonna chop his peepee off. Anyway, enough of that. In a totally unrelated story, though, uh, step aside, San Francisco gay men's choir. Step aside, drag queen story time, and make way. For rainbow, bare-assed, monkey dildo story time. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. So the headline to this article um, from, from the post-millennial. Library brings in rainbow dildo butt monkey to teach children about literacy. I mean, it's, I'm not normally at a loss for words. But I'm at a loss for words. This guy is wearing a, he's wearing like a gorilla suit. It's rainbow colored. It's assless. So his bare ass is hanging out the back. And he's got like a, a foot long dildo, like a, a foot long dong hanging between his legs. And he's there at the children's section of a library. <laughs> I mean, in, in what world? Does that make sense at all? It, it makes sense in this world because this is what we allow. This is, <laughs> I mean, you can't move the Overton window anymore because like it's taking up the entire wall. Like the, the entire, we just, we just remove uh, the entire wall of the house. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the Overton window. It's everything's cool now. We've got it. <laughs> we got rainbow monkey dildo man with his fucking ass hanging out. And um, he's gonna he's gonna encourage your children to read. Like, what are they? What is he teaching them to read? Is, is he handing out Playboys or Playgirls? <laughs> that's probably too uh, that's probably too soft core for Rainbow Buttless uh, Dildo Dong Monkey. <laughs> this is this is over in London, England. Um, I, I'm really curious what he was what he was reading. What he was. T- <laughs> like, I, I think this. This promotes literacy because it, it gets you to go immediately to the courthouse and start thumbing through statutes to figure out how to put this guy away. This promotes literacy because it makes you go read the sex offender registry and, and see if this guy's listed. To see how frequently this guy is listed. Oh, it also it also has holes for his nipples. So you can see his nipples and his ass and his uh, 12-inch long phallus. Rainbow dildo butt monkey. Uh, remember Puppy Monkey Baby? You remember that Super Bowl commercial? I don't know what made me think of that the Puppy Monkey Baby, but Rainbow dildo, <laughs> Rainbow dildo ass monkey. Maybe that's a sequel. <laughs> Rainbow dildo ass monkey. I don't know. I, I gotta move on. I gotta move on. So um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so anyway, we've got a story uh, here. Speaking of weird gay stuff, um. Classic TV is making a comeback. You know, I've, I, I actually was sitting down and, and don't laugh at me. I was watching Little House on the Prairie the other day. 
You know, I'd never seen it. I was curious. I wanted to see something wholesome. Something before we uh, we took down the wall where the where the Overton window used to be. So I got that uh, that Peacock from NBC. I know, I know, NBC's terrible, but I had it on my Roku. It's free. I'm flipping through. I'm like, what do they got? They got like Beverly Hillbillies. You know, what was the one from Mayberry? I can't remember what what that one was. You know, do 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 do. I was looking for like some old like black and white like wholesome. I just wanted to watch. You know, like. To, to, to go to sleep to, you know, just something where I wouldn't see some, you know, rainbow dildo ass monkey popping out and <laughs> trying to teach kids to read. Um, so, yeah, classic TV's making a comeback. Uh, a lot of people are into this. It's a it's a thing. You know, people people like that, that sense of nostalgia. Well, guess what? When they're coming for that, too. They are coming for that, too. So Hollywood is reimagining classic TV sitcoms like The Brady Bunch with drag queen makeovers. Aren't you excited, folks? So Paramount Plus, they're uh, coming out with a new a new series called Dragging the Classics. And um, they're, they're basically rebooting all your favorite shows that you grew up with as a kid. And, and they're putting fucking RuPaul in it. They're they're putting a crazy man in 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 a wig and makeup in order to shove more of this LGBT shit down your and it's 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 that it's that drag queen uh, from Blues Clues the, the fat dude Nina West like where do these fucking people come from who is asking for this I don't think I I mean comment down below in the chat have you ever said boy you know what I need more of on, on family programming. I need to see more people with fucking penises and beards prancing around in women's underwear. <sighs> and they wonder why the ratings are in the toilet. Um, so anyway, they're also going after the Golden Girls. Women, remember, you're canceled. They're, give them ten more years. Once they figure out how to surgically implant a fetus in, inside of a man's asshole... They're just gonna. They're just gonna. They're gonna roll out a vaccine that will kill everyone <laughs> that doesn't have a Y chromosome. You asked for this, feminists. You asked for this. Anyway, they're going after the Golden Girls, Happy Days, Bewitched, Who's the Boss, <laughs> Laverne and Shirley, Married with Children. Really, Married with Children? How are you gonna do that? Married with Children like that? I guess Peg Bundy kind of looked like a drag queen. <laughs> Different strokes, because of course, you know, black people love drag queens now, it's allegedly. <laughs> the Nanny, as if that show couldn't be more fucking annoying. And Designing Women, Designing Women, it means, it means something all, all new now. Designing Women with Buffalo Bill. Anyway, one last story in the block here. So we've got a story about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, which, believe it or not, does not involve him killing everyone's grandparents or groping his interns. Um, this is actually about his daughter, who, you probably guessed it, it's, yeah, it's another weird uh, rainbow degeneracy story. So, so Andrew Cuomo's daughter came out last week and announced that she's got one of these uh, one of these special, special sexual orientations. So she is demisexual. 
um, now because I, I how, how many how many of these orientations do these fucking people have? Like, I think that they're going to keep doing this until they find one that people actually care about. You know, like, oh yeah, I'm bisexual. I don't care. I'm homosexual. Yeah, whatever. So it's half the fucking people on TV. Um, well, I'm, I, I, I'm pedosexual. I, I only like fucking little kids. Okay, okay. You know what? Now you got my attention. You want to be oppressed? Uh, so she's decided to join in on this. And wait till you hear this definition. <laughs> the funny thing is, the only thing that's wrong with this is that it's paired with the LGBT stuff. So a demisexual is defined as a person who doesn't feel sexual attraction unless there's a strong emotional and relational bond with the person they like. So basically, in other words, Andrew Cuomo's daughter came out as being a regular fucking woman. Like, these, <laughs> these people have gone so far off the deep end that they had to create some a term and a rainbow flag for a woman who wants to be in a relationship with someone they love. You know, if they ever figure out that that's what she did, like, she's going to get disowned from the family. You know, like, Chris and Andrew, they're like, we thought you was actually going to be able to be in the, in, in, the, in the drag parades. You know, we thought you was a freak. We thought that meant you, uh, you know, you only was attracted to midgets. <laughs> You're out of the family. I mean, and considering that those fucking idiots think they're in the mafia, that can't be good. Anyway, while I was rambling, we did get another call. And as promised, I didn't take it. Um, but we will play the voicemail. So, area code 614. Don't recognize that one. But uh, let's see what they have to say. Hi, this is Candy in Columbus. I, I know you said you weren't interested in taking any calls today, but... Uh... You know, I, I thought I could offer you some insight on the types of people that call into your show because uh, I'm a board-certified psychologist. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll get the call back a little later. Maybe we can discuss it. Thanks. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it might be a setup. It wouldn't be the first time we've been set up. It wouldn't be the first time we've been set up by somebody from the psychiatry field. So, I, I don't know. But... I'm I'm tempted. I mean, look, I'll 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 throw it I'll throw it to you guys. Comment down in the chat. Shoot me an email at thewaronmorons at gmail dot com. Should I take that call? Should I talk to that person? Um, I mean, I I, I would be interested in uh, in hearing what's wrong with some of these fucking people. But then again, I don't want to turn this into some. I, I don't know. I don't know. Here, let me play a commercial real quick, and then we'll be back. We got one last, uh, one last stack, uh, one last mini stack inside the stack. Anyway, here's the commercial. Hey, kids, have you been hearing your mom and dad say mean things about President Biden? Yeah, and Vice President Kamala Harris? <laughs> Do they not want to get the vaccine to keep everybody safe or even wear their masks? 
mask? Do you hear them use bad words like patriot, constitution, liberty, or stolen election? Did they vote for Donald Trump? Or worse, do they think he won? It sounds like they might be a little stressed out. Wouldn't it be great if you could give them a nice trip to camp? Who says camp is just for kids? Send your parents off to camp re-education. It's a fun surprise of a lifetime that they'll never forget. We've got fun, games, arts and crafts, and more. And best of all, while they're away, you'll get the house all to yourself. Think about it. No more homework and never eat another vegetable again. <laughs> so call 1-800-CAMP-FUN today and put mom and dad on the train to camp re-education. I probably shouldn't take people's money <laughs> when they offer a commercial like that. I don't know. It, 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 be on the lookout. Parents, watch out. Watch out. You know, if your kid's been watching these cartoons these days, it, it's not going to be long. They will drag you away to the camps. Um, anyway, final block of the night. And uh, just in case you needed another reminder that journalism is a dead industry. One that I'm glad that I got out of, by the way. This this show doesn't count. <laughs> uh, anyway, apparently reporters who were in Washington on January 6th ooh, have now taken to crying out that they're traumatized as survivors of the deadly riot. That's a lot of air quotes. Traumatized. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how... What's wrong with these people? So, so they're saying they got PTSD from being at the protest on uh, on one six. Um, I mean, do they actually believe this shit? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're crazy enough, and 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 they're uh, they're deranged enough that they can lie to themselves to the point where they actually do start traumatizing themselves uh, from you know being there when. You know, a bunch of boomers and grannies kind of casually strolled through the halls of uh, of Congress. Some jackass and, and face paint and uh, Indian headdress or whatever the fuck it was. What what what, what does the guy wear? He was wearing like bull horns on his head. The Vi- the Viking horns guy. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I, I I I have to I have to I have to take cocaine and meth so I don't go to sleep because when I go to sleep, I have dreams of somebody taking a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk. And then they said the the survivors. I mean, that kind of indicates that some journalists got killed at the Capitol. Maybe they should have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is a there's a there's a lot of these idiots. There's um, somebody from PBS NewsHour um, said that she, yep, she can't sleep. She's become an insomniac. Visions of of the, the, the bullhead dress man dashing through her head. Some guy from the Daily Beast. He said, quote, it's my office, the building I love most in the motherfucking world. I used to call the Capitol my girlfriend. I devoted 15 years of my goddamn life to that building. And now, instead of being there every day, <laughs> I'm there 
once a month. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Somebody from Bloomberg News. He's scared it's going to happen again. Oh, God, no, another protest. Buddy, it's going to happen again. You're not going to like it the, the second time. Maybe they're going to be armed that time. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, I mean, you don't have to imagine. It's it's going to happen. Probably before uh, before the year's out, there's going to be another war. I mean, can you imagine like, a, a war correspondent? Yeah, you know, I remember when we were embedded, you know, over there in Iraq. Suicide bombers and fucking every, every other day. Uh, I, I remember, uh, I, I remember us being over there in, in Kosovo and the, the bombs flying. Or God, let's go farther back. You know, I, I was there in Vietnam. They're just close enough to get a picture of, of napalm peeling skin off of, off of people as they, they died in agony. I, I, there used to be this thing called journalism. You can't be fucking traumatized from a slightly less than orderly protest. Because now you can be traumatized by life itself. Um, so speaking of the Daily Beast, I wonder if this is the same fucking guy. Um, I, I, I think this is a, another Daily Beast journalist. Um, and again with the air quotes. You gotta use air quotes when you live in clown world. Um, so, some guy named Waj- Wajahat Ali, he says that just seeing people out in public without wearing their face masks makes him feel, and this is a direct quote, it makes him feel like he's living in a horror movie. <laughs> um, he tweeted this the other day. He said, I feel America has forgotten we're still in the middle of a pandemic. It's killed more than 600,000 people. I guess so, yeah. And there's a Delta Plus strain, a deadly Delta Plus strain. And our kids are still not vaccinated. And I see packed restaurants, people inside stores and malls, and their kids aren't wearing masks. You know what the worst thing Reagan did was close the mental asylums? Everybody in America who has a pair of media credentials should be rounded up and shipped. I didn't say it. Rounded up and shipped up against the wall. Shipped somewhere with a padded, shipped into a padded room. I mean, journalists, journalists first, and then all the teachers. But what was that thing that Shakespeare said? Something about like, ah, the first thing we should do is kill all the lawyers. Make them third. Lawyers third. (laughs) Sorry, Jimmy, if you're watching. Yeah, these people are so insane that they're afraid of little children's faces. Maybe that's why they're trying to turn them all into trannies. (laughs) You know, get some, get enough paint, get enough makeup on their faces, and then they don't have to see the horror. Anyway, moving on. So people who are literally scared shitless over seeing a smiling face and who will crumble into a puddle of shivering goo if another human being gets within a six-foot radius, they're also invading the heartland. I don't know how that's going to work, but, um, I mean, based on this story here, so over 40% of residents, so basically half the city, plans on leaving San Francisco as quickly as they can. Plenty of them have already left. 
Um, they don't really understand why they have to leave, but they understand that their city has fallen into a, well, for lack of a better term, it's a shithole. Um, out of cri- out of control crime and homelessness. Uh, many people openly injecting drugs in public streets. Um, you know, violence, rampant violence. Um, still a high cost of living for some reason. Terrible job market. Governor won't even let you leave your house. I mean, we know what's going on out there. Um, so results are consistent. Um, across gender, age, ethnicity, party affiliation, and neighborhood, and home ownership status. Everybody wants to get out of San Francisco while you can. So over 40% plan on getting out. Plenty already have. Eight out of ten San Franciscans uh, have considered it. Um, 88% say homelessness is worse. And boy, it, it really seems like we shouldn't be you know, getting our politicians from this city. And yet here we are, Nancy Pelosi and fucking Kamalot Harris running the country. What a great deal. Um, so yeah, so these San Francisco idiots who've run a once beautiful city into the ground, where are they coming? Oh, they're, they're, they're probably coming to a town near you. <laughs> they're, they're coming to, they're coming to Texas. They're coming to Tennessee. They're coming to Florida. And they're coming for your children. Don't forget. Don't forget. Anyway, from one failed metropolis to another, let's talk about Beetlejuice. So Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot's back in the news. Um, Speaking of statistics and and surveys, um, Lori says that 99% of criticism against her is sexist and racist. Lady, we don't even know what sex you are. You're just running your city into the ground, is what it is. I mean, you, you can't you can't step off the L without getting shot. You know, you, like I remember people used to go to Chicago. They used to talk about the food. And, oh man, I go there and get get one of those fucking great 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 hot dogs. Oh man, maybe get a deep dish pizza. Now they just want to know if they can get there and get out alive. I saw something the other day. It was, I mean, every, it seems like every weekend they set a new record with the number of people that get shot there. And what I always like, though, is it's always like, I mean, like 137 people were shot in Chicago this weekend. Five dead. Like, is this city entirely populated with Star Wars stormtroopers? Like, I mean, I know you got the firebar. I, I mean, I don't know how you have it. Last I checked, I mean, it was pr- practically illegal to own a firearm in, in, in Chicago. But you you motherfuckers are strapped. Um, But, like, I mean, work on your... Go to the range sometime, homeboy. Like, <laughs> I want to see more murders in Chicago. If you're going to be shooting each other, you got to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. God knows we need we need more dead Chicagoans. I, I, I don't I don't care about Lori Lightfoot. Oh yeah. Oh poor me. Everybody's sexist and racist, and she's the one that like she she refuses to even speak to people that aren't like a black woman. Yeah, well, except for her wife. Her her wife. There's the air quotes again. Her wife's like a ten foot tall white woman. Um, <laughs> and, and yet Lori Lightfoot's a avowed anti white racist. It's it's so funny how that works. All of them are, by the way. Like the that queer on a CNN, 
both of them actually. Well, there's probably more than two queers on CNN, but you know the one I'm talking about. The the guy he's out there with Chris Cuomo all the time. He he's married to a white guy. Um, who's who's the other? I, all of them. All of them. All these all these horrible anti-white black racists, and yet they just happen to be in relationships with white people, usually white men, or they want to look like one. <laughs> like uh, like um. Who's that? Uh, who's that idiot on MSNBC? Rachel Maddow. She's she's literally like I can't I can't tell the difference between her and that other freak show on that channel. <sighs> Good thing I already ate. Good thing I already ate because I, I I I wouldn't be able to eat now after thinking about that that fucking gallery of of degenerates. Anyway, from Lori Lightfoot to some guy who kind of looks like her. <laughs> I, it has to suck, but I mean, I, that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at this picture. He is a famous rapper, though. So there's this guy named Kodak Black. I don't know if you guys listen to the the new rap. I don't, um, but I guess he's a big deal. Uh, he certainly looks like a big deal in his latest stunt. So he went out onto the ocean on his boat with a hundred thousand dollars in cash, and he threw the cash into the ocean. <laughs> Um, why? To show you that he ain't broke. He ain't broke. He ain't owe you shit. You motherfuckers. You, you ain't never gave him shit. He had his own grind. He went on like some some profane rant, um, basically about how everybody everybody always doubted him. Everybody thought he didn't have the smarts to do it. Uh, they ain't doubting him now. Not after he threw six figures into the ocean. He's a, he's a genius. Sad thing is he probably made he probably made it all back from fucking YouTube or whatever. <laughs> oh, it says here that he if you haven't seen him for a while, it's because he'd previously been serving a forty-six month prison sentence after pleading guilty to a possession of a bunch of illegal firearms. Oh, this is one of the guys Donald Trump pardoned. Thanks, Donald. Thanks. I mean we could have had Assange out of jail, but he had to he had to pardon Kodak Black, so he could throw six figures of cash into the fucking water. Well, I mean, the good news is, you know, thanks to inflation, it's not really that much money. Is is that an inflation indicator? A rapper threw threw a hundred thousand dollars in the ocean. Oh man, yeah, hundred thousand dollars. Maybe that can fill up your tank <laughs> this time next year. Anyway, on the opposite side of the spectrum, let's uh, let's close the night out with a little something different because this isn't really. If you ask me, I don't think this is really a moron story. It is interesting. And I think it's kind of weird. So Elon Musk, richest man in the world, second, third, I don't know, it fluctuates, but he has more money than Kodak Black. (laughs) Elon Musk is living in a tiny, rented, 375 square foot foldable home. Um, I mean, he's, he owns, he's, he sold all of his houses, uh, except for this thing and, um, and another house. It's in, in California or something. I think he rents that out. He doesn't really spend any time in it, but he spends all his time in, uh, at Starbase. I guess that's for his, uh, his rocket ship company. And it's $50,000, which, you know, I mean, Kodak Black, he doesn't even notice fifty thousand dollars. 
Elon has a $50,000 house and it's 375 square feet and it's it's foldable and towable. So so he he lives in like a tiny trailer basically. But like a, a tiny like 375 square feet. I mean that's that's probably smaller than Kodak Black's prison cell. Um I mean I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I believe this story. I I don't trust Elon Musk. I don't trust him. He he, tr- he tries a little too hard to be quirky. But I do like the idea of the richest man in the world living in a fucking box. I, I, I hope that it's true. I hope that uh, a few years from now, he's also collecting his own fingernails and drinking his own urine. <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got for the day. I did get another voicemail. Um, and a lot of you do want me to talk to that psychologist, so... All right, whatever. I'll um. Before I do that, let me pull up this voicemail just so we can hear what they have to say. Give me a second here. All right, here we go. Ah, uh, yes, Frank San Bernardino here, reporting live from uh well from san bernardino california i just had to call in because i was listening to your program and and i heard you just going in on the entire industry of journalism and and i I, i'm gonna make you a project veritas of the podcasting world because i'm gonna tell you right now as a former news reporter for fnn it's all fake it is all bullshit everything that we told you everything that we reported on was a lie that's why they called me fake news frank fake news frank i need to tell you right now fake news frank san bernardino was no more because i am reinventing myself uh just like uh in, in that other story elon musk I'm reinventing myself just like Elon. I'm changing my ways. Now, I'm not going to go live in a tiny rented home. What I am going to do is take talk radio by storm. Coming soon, my new program, we just give you the straight facts, the straight dope, the straight, uh, you know, I can't say that on the air, but you know what it is. Um, so, So coming soon, Frank Speech with Frank San Bernardino, uh, and it's not going to be on FNN. And I'll tell you all about FNN on on episode one. I, I will. I'm going to expose them. Frank San Bernardino uh, reporting from San Bernardino. Yeah, what what a great call. Ad- advertising a show that's not even going to make it to the air because you're going to get sued by by Mike Lindell. <laughs> Wait, Frank speech. Pretty sure that's a thing. That's a, that's a social media platform where you can't say any cuss words. Oh, my God. I, hey, maybe he thinks that uh, the, the pillow guy, maybe he thinks that his lawyers are busy. You know, he's got the Dominion lawsuit. He's got the Supreme Court wrapped around his finger, allegedly. I hope he does. Hey, Frank, fake news, Frank. I, I, I don't think anybody's going to want to tune into that show. Thanks for tuning into this show, though, by the way, guys. Yeah, we've had some fun today. A little bit of a different feel, I know. Um, be back to the normal format next week. Uh, but, well, by popular demand, we are going to take one call. So, I see that they are sitting there on hold. Let me bring them on. 
All right. Area code 614. You're on with the War on Morons. I wasn't going to take any calls today, but the people demanded it. Give us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Candy in Columbus. How are you? Hey, we're good, Candy. Um, I mean, the people, they heard your voicemail. And they convinced me to take one call today. So we're closing out the show. And uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm kind of interested in what you have to say. That is awesome. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I was just calling because I noticed you guys have a real pattern of, uh, you know, some interesting characters calling into your show. And, uh. Boy, you know, these, these, these people really sound like maybe some of them could use some uh, therapy of their own, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to say the least, I don't know how long you've been listening, but it, it's like, it's like a, it, it's like a mental institution. Yeah, you know, sometimes I've noticed, you know, there are certain people and certain things that just kind of put out, uh, you know, the bat signal, if you will, to the crazy people, you know what I mean? I sometimes feel like, I sometimes feel like I put it out myself. Let me tell you. Uh, you know, the people I treat, oh my goodness. I mean, I got a whole roster of lunatics, and I don't know where they came from or how they found me at the time, but, Hold on. you know, they just you're, don't you're a, that, you know, I, I got stories. You're I a psychologist, you right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a board-certified psychologist. And you Absolutely. just call them lunatics and crazy people. I mean, I love it. Why not? <laughs> Listen, you gotta call a spade a spade, you know? These people are out of touch with reality. You gotta call it like it is to bring them back to Earth, you know? I guess. I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with, with your industry, but I, I always thought that you had to be kind of like non-judgmental or whatever. Well, look, I'll give you an example, because there's a lot of different, you know, ways you could skin a cat here when it comes to therapy, but this, you know, my methodology is, you know, shoot them straight, you know? They, they, they've been out of touch far too long. I got one guy, let me tell you, that said George. Oh, my goodness. I've been seeing George for, ah, oh, must be seven years now he's been coming to me. And when he first came to me, you would not believe this man sat down in my office. We straight in the eyes. He said, you know, Candy, I'm in love with my cat. I said, what? He said, yeah, I'm in love with my cat, Fitzgerald. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know I was gay. I said, gay? You sick? He's in love you with know, a he's cat. Seven years, he's made some great strides. You know, we've worked together a long time. But if I hadn't told him like he was in the beginning, you know, who the hell knows where we'd be? You know, he still he might still he might be married to the cat by now. Who knows? Hey, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's legal in a few states. Ah, oh, God. That's yeah, I mean, you know, it's just I I got stories for days. You know, I mean, I got a, I got another patient. Her name is Amanda, and Amanda, I don't, you know, you know, there's just something about her that really rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I'm sure you deal with it. You know, these crazy people come in, they start talking to you, they're like, oh, God, what is it this time? Amanda, last time I saw her, she was telling me that she had disassembled her father's Range Rover SUV because she thought that there was an alien device inside of it listening to her. I said, are you ever in the car? She says, no. I said, how could it be listening to you? She says, it's alien technology. 
I said, how are you going to put the car back together? She said, I have the owner's manual. I, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. That's nuts. I know. Now, I know. I, I, obviously, it goes without saying, but you're not using... I, you're not giving these people's real names or anything. The, the, uh, oh. What do they call it? Doctor, patient? You think, I'm, you think I'm lying? I thought to know. I'm telling you the whole truth. That's what the truth. That's, that's my whole MO. I mean, I... I, w- I was under the impression that, you know, what Sid and, you know, on, on the couch, you know, kind of stays in that room. Oh, God. You know, that, that's a big misconception about therapy, actually. You know, a lot of people think it's like Las Vegas or something. God, no. You know, I'm actually writing a book. It's going to come out on uh, a fall of next year. Uh, detailing some of my most entertaining patients and, 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 and you know, the various psychosis that, you know, they work through with me. You know, it's gonna be a gonna be a blockbuster. I'm gonna be like the next Doctor Phil or something. Your most entertaining patients. Yeah, I mean, you fun know, with mental I, illness. You know, I, I can see into, it now. You don't get into psychology for you know the boredom. You know what I mean? This is not for somebody who wants to do the same thing day in and day out. You know, one plus one equals two. Punch the paper and uh, you know call it a day. You know, this is something. You know, for us, uh, you know, storytellers, for us adventurers, for us, you know, we we got to keep it lively up in here. And I want to bring some of that to the people, you know? I guess. I mean, <laughs> if you could get away. I, I, I would be worried if I were you that, like, one of my patients might read my book and I have a lawsuit on my hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do? Call their, uh, their alien attorney up in space? They're going to call Fitzgerald the cat Esquire? Come on, please. You know, just, just don't make me laugh. You know, these people are lunatics. You know, like they could stand in court. They, they'd get laughed out of the courtroom on a, you know, plea of insanity. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, actually, I even, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to remember all the crazy shit they say to me. I wonder if I'm having some sort of fever dream. So I record all the sessions, you know. I can actually play you a clip, uh, you know, you're, you're gonna understand why I'm not afraid of taking these people to court because uh, this, this guy, Patrick, he's dealing with a lot of paranoid delusion. You know, he could, he could say anything and nobody would believe him because you know, the, he could say, oh, she's writing a book about me. But, you know, he also thinks that, you know, the sky is red because it's, you know, foreshadowing the blood of his enemies. You know, I, I, you know, there's something wrong with him. I've got no words. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Listen, I'll play it now. You're no, crazy. no, uh, no. Um, I, I think we probably shouldn't. Um, Maybe next time. Maybe next time, Gaddy. Oh, come on, come on. Don't, don't, don't you know, don't be a baby. It's not uh, I just, you know, you know I got to talk to my lawyer, Jimmy, about this. I got, I, we already have enough problems. We already have enough problems. Appreciate the call. Keep having fun in, in, in psychology. I, I had no idea it was such an entertaining field. Oh, yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I mean, hey, you know what? It could have been a lot worse. That was actually pretty good. I, I should have let her play the tape, honestly. I just, I don't know. Next time. Next time. I think, I, what do you guys think? Should we bring Dr. Candy back? <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, this has been a fun show. Uh, we'll see you next week for episode 90. Same, uh, same bad time, same bad channel. You know the drill.